Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thanks for coming down tonight. Very happy to be here tonight with Nancy Rost. show tonight. Thank you for having me. Oh, it, yeah. it, it's been too long. We've been yeah. remiss in not having you <laughs> until now because uh, yeah. I mean you're around around Madison area and, and I'm sure elsewhere. Mm -hmm. A songwriter's songwriter. Yeah. Here. A songwriter who writes with songwriters yeah. and writes songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that would be. Yeah. The, uh, um, the thing that really strikes me that was very interesting of all your um, 
the different um, snippets of songs that you have out there, mm. a lot of times you'll click on it and go, well, that's, but that's not Nancy <laughs> singing. <laughs> right, so, right. So it's just whatever serves the song, right? Or right. whoever happens to be singing or playing whatever. Well, yeah. I collaborate with a lot of different people in a lot of different genres. You know, yeah. you're, I, I play piano principally. I, you know, I play a little banjo, I play a little accordion, a little guitar and stuff, but um, I don't really play any of those instruments well. I mean, I can, you know, I can assemble something with those um, myself, but it, you know, it's, it's much more fun and you get much more variety when you play with other people and they record yeah. parts. And I've done a lot of things where we, we switch parts out. Um, you guys surely saw this on my website and a few people know, but uh, at one point I wrote 51 songs in 24 hours with two other people. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was to have uh, each of us write 17 sets of lyrics and then uh, 17 um, backing tracks. And then the third person would do a melody with those lyrics to that backing track. So then, you know, there were kind of like three albums with three different singers and each, you know, had different permutations of the, of the different backing tracks and, and lyrics. Wow, in 24 yeah. hours? In 24 so, so hours. Two, so essentially two songs an hour. Yeah, right? essentially. I was doing the math and I realized it's really easy math, but you threw me yeah, at first, I the, thought, oh my yeah. God. 17. Oh, you know. Yeah, it was the odd number, you know. I said, uh -huh. pi is a... Because um, it's the three people, yeah. Right, yeah. And, I, and I worked pi in there, too. You don't want to see this thing I came up with I, here. Yeah, and we can't yeah. really on the podcast. So. Yeah, I figured something else out, though, that has to do with uh, quantum mechanics, though. But So I appreciate that. Wow, just that. out of that. Yeah, but no, it's cool. Later we'll cool. talk over. Okay. What? Oh, but, but yeah, so uh, to answer yeah. your question, yeah, that yeah. people playing every kind of instrument and lots of people doing, doing vocals on yeah. things that I've recorded. And, um, now, I've got to ask, how do you physically prepare to write for 24 hours? Uh, good night of sleep before, yeah. which actually, well, I meant to do, but didn't actually do. <laughs> I, the two collaborators that were involved were in Denmark and in England, and so I was getting up at five to be able to write with them, so they wouldn't be staying up till five. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. are you by yourself when you're doing this, or do you have another some other collaborators actually with you physically? Um, in that particular instance, no. There there were two people in those remote locales. Okay. Wow, I would find that even more difficult to stay awake. Well, I mean, we were to, online with awake, each other. Okay. You know, we yeah, were yeah. chatting. Yeah. yeah. That's a typing gesture for those of you on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> podcast. But yeah. Wow, that must be super interesting. And um, are they like you in, in their songwriting prowess and how they do it a lot? Or Yes. Prolific. I know there's another word for that. But pro pro prolificness. Prolificness. Yes. Pro prolification? Yeah. Pro yeah. Pro yeah. Okay. But. Oh, I. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Ah. Ah, yes. Yes. Question, uh, okay. Mr. Wagner. Yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> um, do you find that the, the character of your songs changes uh, as to the hour you're writing? Like 3 a.m. song, mm. can you tell? Mm. Oh yeah, that was about four in the morning. Yeah. That yeah, definitely. Yeah. The character changes, and yeah, actually, we should probably play Sleepwalking next okay. because of that. That yeah. was the 5 a.m. lyric. Um, but yeah, that's one one of the ones from this uh, this marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to do that now? Sure. All right. Yeah. So maybe maybe I can tell you which hour each of these songs was was written, and you'll be able <laughs> yeah. to judge for yourself uh, as to the difference. Sure. 
Yeah, you do the sleepy. same key as the recording. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do it together. If I acquired a Danish accent, that's because the singer had one. <laughs> and at three in the morning, you just assimilate all this stuff, and yeah, yeah, and there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. you don't even realize you're doing that at some point. No, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. And he had assimilated English and American accents, so it all kind of made a from watching TV, so it all kind of made a circle. But uh -huh. yeah, so I wrote about sleepwalking because it was five a.m. <laughs> that's perfect. Wow. So how long have yeah. you been doing this music writing thing? Um, about five years. Five years? Yeah. Yeah, I started out, I, I was going to open mics, and I saw other people who were doing songwriting. I thought, hey, I can do that. And uh, at first, you know, I wasn't used to um, playing piano and singing at the same time. Uh -huh. And um, so I had to teach myself to do that. And then I had to taught myself to wrote, write songs. And I was doing one a month. And then I discovered this thing called February Album Writing Month, where people write uh, 14 and 28 mm -hmm. days, 14 songs in 28 days, and then that really got me going, and it accelerated after that. Wow. How long yeah. have you played piano? Oh, all my life. Yeah, I think I, I started taking lessons when I was six. Oh, so assimilating the, playing the keyboard with singing, that was the... Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. With, and remembering my lyrics and right. piano parts at the same time. So yeah. you weren't, when you were a kid, you weren't buying sheet music, like Billy Joel sheet music and... and um, uh, not Billy Joel, but yeah, I, I had some sheet music. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think you can you even buy sheet you music can. anymore. Can you? Yeah, yeah, you can. But now when you go to the store, they download it for you and print it. Right. And yes. You. Yeah. yes. And you're like, oh. I so I, I like this from the uh, from your website. Uh, Apt description. Uh, did you come up with this? The love child of Tom Lehrer and Tom Waits? I did not. That description came from a man named Joel D. Canfield, who lives oh. near Sacramento, and who well, was one of the first participants I met in FOM, in February okay. Album Writing Month. And uh, he just really liked my stuff, and he does this site called Know Your Music, where he reviews music, and okay. I like that it stuck. Well, you have a lot of great quotes on your website. I mean, you've really been getting it out there and, and being obviously fearless, not only with the, the business of what you're doing, but I think uh, obviously with the collaboration. And I love that we were talking backstage earlier and you are talking about uh, one of the songs, or I'm sure this, maybe, maybe many of the songs, but that a couple of your friends, you know, you, oh, you, you were challenging yourself to play, to record on an instrument that you were really not that familiar with. Right, I did an entire, well actually I did several EPs, but this okay. particular EP that I did, it was a five song EP that I did with um, somebody I collaborate with um, frequently. I should mention the names of my collaborators. First I should mention the sure. ones that I did sleepwalking with. And, yeah. and uh, those were, um, the music was done by Paul Turrell, who also goes by Hoopshank or Hoops, it's the one in England, and then um, the, the one who wrote the, the melody was uh, Tim Villa Jorgensen from, from Denmark. Uh, the, the EP that I'm about to talk about was with uh, Helen Robertson. Okay. And she, she and I um, started collaborating about a year ago, and we decided we wanted to do an EP this time for our collaboration during the summer. And so, yeah, we decided to do instruments that we didn't ordinarily play on, that it would be an acoustic album. Um, we did end up with one piece that had piano in it, but we're, we kind of are revisioning it for when we record this, you know, in a studio. But yeah, I played uh, banjo and accordion and harmonica, uh, harmonica yeah. yeah, and um, alto recorder and, um, you know, some made-up percussion, uh -huh. uh, you know, glasses and that, that kind of thing. And Helen had played clarinet, I think, like three times in her life before that. She used to play bassoon, but she really, yeah. you know, she had acquired a clarinet but didn't really play it. Uh -huh. like we, we did a jam with Twinkle Twinkle Little Star a while ago, but uh, yeah, she wanted to, to write a clarinet part. I, I had suggested that she start by, by writing a song on ukulele. Which I knew that she had one, yeah. and I said, um, you know, pick it instead of strum it so you get a different sound than you usually play. And so we just started off with that. Um, she, she wrote the uke part, and I, I wrote the, um, the lyrics after the music, which is something I've been trying to do more. That's not usually the way I write when I write by myself. So yeah. mm -hmm. it's a challenge to me as well. Well, I think it's a, it's a different thing. Like if you think of someone that doesn't know, uh, doesn't know how to play an instrument necessarily, you know, if you're, if you're not really a musician and you, or have you know, an experienced musician on a particular instrument and you do mm -hmm. that, that's kind mm -hmm. of a... A different thing, but I think mm -hmm. when you when you hand a musician, it's a fairly accomplished musician in one aspect, mm -hmm. give them something. It, it can be a really interesting experiment, right? Yeah, it what really they get can. out of it can yeah. be really unexpected and not bad, yes. but just different. Yeah, it, it's taught me some really good things. I mean, one of the things I learned the first time I wrote something on banjo is that I could make something sound interesting with two chords. You know, I, mm -hmm. I like to put in a lot of chords, usually left to my own devices, yeah. but it yeah. doesn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, like one of our favorite artists, uh, John Hyatt plays the same three chords, mm. but, mm -hmm. but makes brilliant. it sound, yeah. It's, every song sounds completely different, and I don't know how the heck they do that. <laughs> how the heck? What do you think? You got another, you have another tune in you? Um, I might. might. No, no, and, no. Yeah. Something memorized, um, you know? 
Um, it's <laughs> it's hard, you know, when you write so many, it's hard to memorize yeah. them. It's it's really Don't true. Don't mean to put you on the spot here. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I, I kind of did practice this one song, and um, this is this is a song I wrote also during FOM, which requires some explanation. And actually, um, we were just talking about this, you know, back in that green room there, yeah. about this thing that was on my website about giant brains. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so giant brains. Um, Charlie Cheney, who was the guest, one of the guests here last week, mm -hmm. um, I was I was hanging out with him, and he was talking to his sister on the phone, and he was just making all these weird expressions. Oh my God! Wow! Really? And after he got off the phone, uh, it turns out that his uh, his sister and brother-in-law, who are puppeteers and and live in the split-level house in Mount Horeb, they um, his brother-in-law had. Um, well, they had a giant brain. I should ex explain. <laughs> they had a giant brain. Yeah, they, yeah. they had a giant brain, um, like on that floor. And just imagine being like right. um, up there, a level up. Was it kind of a sculpture, um, yeah. or? Well, it was a paper mache um, yeah. puppet. You know that they were going to use like oh. in a parade or something. You know, okay. you see those giant. Puppets well, who doesn't actually have a giant brain in their living room on the paper mache? I'd like to keep know. mine in my head, <laughs> but. <laughs> Kidding! I, I'm not that arrogant. I, my brains are often splattered all over the floor. But uh, so Jacob he was on fell. The, yeah. yeah, he fell. The railing gave way, and he fell into this giant paper mache brain. And the paper mache brain saved him. So saved by a giant brain. Saved yeah. by a giant brain. So of course I had to write a song about it. Yeah. So well, and of course yeah. there happened to be a website that has a. Uh, <laughs> I just found this like the I other day, this. like yesterday maybe. Yeah, was it New, New Music Express, which is an online yeah. music journal now? They they posted up just yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. I fell your song. I fell yes. into a giant brain. Yes. They posted on their giant brain edition, which they yeah, have like whoever has a giant brain edition, but they did. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very unusual. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. A friend <laughs> did a video of me playing this song, so there will be another video of me playing this song again, explaining. That it's about. <laughs> so, this is uh, fell into a giant brain, and um, feel free to uh, jam at any point. Okay. So. I don't know about this organ sound. I think it's a piano song now.
I, uh, I just love it. I mean, really, how many people have ever written a song about a giant brain? I, I have never done that. Great idea. I loved playing that with you guys. That was awesome. That was fun. <laughs> so now you have to buy, now find some some uh, some B movie makers. You know. Yeah. 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 Soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack. Yeah. Do they even call them B movies anymore? I mean, that's like that was Z totally movies. The, yeah. <laughs> so it's a whole different thing now. Have you ever written for film or for? Uh, I haven't. I want to. Or for stage. Um. No. I well. I have something in the works that may become a stage production at some point. And it's a, another co-write. There's a whole story of uh, an, a bad architect named Derek, who's a womanizer, and uh, there's a soap opera built around that. It's still in process, though. It's it's getting very long. It'll either be some some kind of uh, prog concept album, which I don't think we're done anymore, or else it'll yeah. be a stage production. So. Well, it's kind of nice, isn't it, that uh, you you don't. I don't know how to put this. You don't, you're, you don't worry about being a pop songwriter. I mean, whatever you write, you mm -hmm. write. I mean, you yeah, know, you're right, not right. like um, editing right. so much, right? Right. I mean, that's, that's what's made me prolific is not thinking yeah. about that. And, you know, if pop stuff comes out, great. But yeah. there's, no, there's no constraint there. So, yeah. so when uh, you have side musicians on stage just playing strange stuff, it's fine. I love it. All right. I love it. That was a treat. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so international songwriting marathons... Um, different styles. Oh, former toy piano playing street musician. When? Yeah. When did that happen? That's how I got my start. Uh, um, when I was, uh, I guess it was 16. Yeah. I, I grew up in Boulder, Colorado. I mean, I've, I've lived in Madison so long, I, I feel like a native, but I did grow up in Boulder. And when I was 16, there was this um, mall on Pearl Street that had just started happening. Yeah. And street musicians loved it. And I started seeing street musicians pop up. And there was this. Uh, there was this guy named Buzz Lyons who used to um, play out there. He would play with a uh, slide guitar it's in his lap, tuned to D, and uh, he would just play for hours. And I was fascinated by this. And I, w I happened to be babysitting for a girl at the time who had a toy piano. So I thought, well, I'll just get up there with this toy piano and jam with him. And I started doing that. And you know, there, there was sometimes this guy with a wash tub and different jug band kinds of things. So yeah, that's, that's how I started playing out. Was, playing toy piano in this band on the street. Where do you find toy pianos these days? Yeah. Um, you can still find them like at uh, charity shops, you know, okay. thrift shops. Because yeah. I know there's some like, uh, you know, collector's item sort of oh, toy pianos, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, the, like, the Jamar, you know, that has yeah. four octaves. And, right, and those yeah. are collectors. You don't want to be banging on those outside, right? Or, Probably not, probably no, not. no. Those are in the, for in the studio. Yeah, uh, studio yeah. toy pianos. Yeah. Yeah. Our three-year-old niece has a little baby grand. Yeah, very a little little, uh, little infant grand. grand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually it's got about yeah. ten keys on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. she has very little respect for that piano. I've mm -hmm. noticed. Well, it's <laughs> very little yeah. piano. Yeah. Well, you know, if if this weren't mine, I sometimes like to to play with my feet. Oh, In fact, I I forgot myself at a gig recently. I think maybe a couple people here were were there at the time. I was yeah. playing this gig. This this uh, musician was touring from L.A. Yeah. Uh, a friend had set us up, and she she plays the same model as I do. And then she brought hers, and so I forgot myself. It was just like playing my own piano, yeah. you know. And I, I played this thing with my foot, and I just got this look of horror from her <laughs> and her boyfriend. Got to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like to abuse pianos sometimes too. 
Did, yeah. did you apologize later or on stage or? I, I did. I did. Just forgot yourself? Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, afterwards, you know, I, I was playing the opening set. And so she came yeah. by afterwards with a cloth. <laughs> it's just so Ooh. embarrassed. Yeah. I yeah. never thought about that piano being a communal instrument a, a mm -hmm. lot of times, you know, mm -hmm. like it, most places that will have venues that will have a piano. Yeah. You know, and, and the rest of us are used to it. This is my violin, this is right. my guitar. Right. right. But keyboards, sometimes, I suppose. Yeah, so. sometimes. Uh, so if you had a little communal. bit of a phobia about that, it might be a problem. You have to. A phobia about well, you'd have to wipe. germs. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Let alone someone putting their feet on them. But yeah. you just <laughs> got to assume that every person who takes their shoes off in your presence out in public yeah. has clean feet. Well, yeah. You I just have just, to assume that. that. And if yeah. they don't, just don't find out. Yeah. Know what I mean? Remain yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's okay. I don't know. So what's a song that you would uh, sometimes be inspired to use your feet? I mean, whether, even if you don't use your feet. Or that just happens. You're saying that. When you're moved, spirit moves you. Uh, I do have a specific song that I play with my feet, but wouldn't yeah. it? I, I, you know, I don't know how the musicians I'm sharing no. this with feel <laughs> no, about that. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you practice scales with your feet? With or? my feet? Um, again, I shouldn't demonstrate. No, that's okay. You, just a <laughs> yes or no is fine. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I was just picturing this. Yeah, that, yeah. How how limber my toes are. Yeah. yeah. Each little toe. Well, let's do another one. Uh, another or, or one. Or even a couple. Even a couple. Yeah. Yeah. A medley, uh, a Nancy Ross medley. Nancy Ross medley. Let's do something a little, a little more mellow here. Contrary to the foot discussion here. <laughs>
Thank you. Uh, another? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. We do another kind of in that vein. This is a song about an airplane painted to look like a killer whale. It's, uh, that's a story. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you more about that story afterwards. But uh, it's called Shamu.
Thanks. I, so I, I pictured this lounge. Oh, yeah, it was oh, the story. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The real story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that is the real story that I, I set out to write this kind of funny song about this thing that I, this photo I had found Googling the concept of con cognitive dissonance because it was, you know, an airplane that was going to be diving into the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know what happened, but I started writing lyrics and this serious song came out. So I just went with it. I think Leslie Nielsen is in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. We slapped the baby. I don't know. <laughs> it reminded me when listening of, of a, um, I, I could picture a lounge singer in a, in a really, you know, really upscale lounge starting to sing about Shamu, and the crowd just started <laughs> looking at each other like, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> right. I, 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 I requested one. satin dolls specifically. I put it in the... <laughs> Put some money in her jar there. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a surprising word, Shamu, because yeah. it's actually beautiful to say and sing. It's what I noticed when you were doing this song. That must have been, I don't know. Yeah, then maybe that's why it came out that way. Yeah. 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 Do you have a lot of influence from, obviously, influence of uh, um, some, some jazz, some, mm -hmm. some theater, or, or, or um, Broadway sort of stylings? Yeah, I guess I picked that up somewhere along yeah. the way. I, not quite sure how. Isn't that not funny? Intentionally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's definitely it's definitely in there. Uh huh. And it's not screaming at us or anything. No, it's just no. like sprinkled in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really pretty. But great jazz voicings and all this. Did did you study those? You, you're saying you don't know where they came from. I love that answer though. It's it's so true. It rings so true for for all of us. I think. Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched other piano players yeah. and you know had them tell me, okay, you know, that's that's a different voicing of a minor seventh or whatever. But yeah, you know, and I I, I took a semester of theory and just kind of enjoyed it a lot. But uh, and you get these do a lot of study and you get these moves. I remember yeah. uh, we got, ended up with a, a Hammond M3. We bought it mm -hmm. from a little old mm -hmm. lady out in Stoughton. It's for sale. It's for sale. I mean, but it came well, with a little Leslie. On, yeah. the, on the way, this is our, our story, and we're sticking to it, but on the way to pick up the, uh, the organ from a little old lady in Verona. Verona, yeah. Sounds like a Shakespeare thing. Anyway, <laughs> um, he goes, I bet you 20 bucks she's going to have a Leslie and say, oh, by the way, Did would you, you like want a this Leslie? Because yeah. it's a really good deal for this mm -hmm. organ. Anyway, uh -huh. so if you don't know, that's what, you know, it's this, this great screaming jazz and blues sound, right, sounding right. organ. It's like an, it's and like the Leslie an, is like a large... It's the Chester thing that makes it go. Only it's yeah. twice the, yeah, the yeah, spinning, yeah. rotating yeah. speaker and that makes it sound like cool. road. Yeah. I had a story, and I don't remember what it was. I have no idea. Oh, no. There was like, a, I remember downloading some, some uh, like jazzy gospel chordal voicings, specifically, mm -hmm. like, this is what some of the they play, you know. Right, right. And, and so and I started playing this, go, oh my God. You know, and how it sounds so cool. I would never have thought of doing that particular thing. And then you go, that's it. That's the sound. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just such a like a bing moment. And of course, I don't remember how to do it now, but that takes practice. Right. Yeah. And we like to just wing, wing it. it. Wing it. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing that yeah. too. <laughs> hey, just a couple other, what do you have coming up? Anything around here or big events or um, month-long contests? I'm sorry, what kind of month, month long songwriting events? Uh, I just got done with a three month um, marathon at the end of October. So the next one's going to be in February. Okay. But uh, 
Do you just like not yeah. write in between and just kind of go, okay? <laughs> well, I kind of, you know, sometimes I do write in between, but the thing I found is I, I, wrote, I write so much that I have to take the time in between to learn the songs. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. There is yeah. that. The, the sleepwalking song I just, I just learned for the show, I hadn't played it before because it was a collaboration and I had just written lyrics. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we definitely should mention you are also part of a um, very popular group here in town called Likely Stories, and you guys just yeah. put out a, a, an album. We just did, yeah. In fact, those last two songs I played are on the album. Okay. With uh, the, my, my band members are uh, Tracy Jane Comer, who plays yeah. cello on both of those, and, and Dave Shindell, who uh, does some lovely harmony vocals on, on Chamu, and they, yeah. um, they all write their own songs as well. And uh, we have uh, three of, of each of ours on the album, so it, okay. I, it's it's wonderful. I get to I get to be front person and composer, and then also you know side player, which I love just as well. Yeah. 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 Well, now we've yeah. had all three of you on the show separately. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. uh, and just to oh. just put this out there, mm-hmm. uh, the Madison, the Isthmus, our our local. Uh, uh, entertainment paper, mm-hmm. arts entertainment, and various other they things. They have news in there, too. They do have some yeah. news, yeah. Rich Albertoni wrote about your album that it, he thought it was the most creative concept album to come out of Madison so far this year. He wrote yeah. that in August. Very, very pleased so, to hear yeah, that. So, yeah, that's a nice quote. Yeah. So what's the name? It's just called Likely Stories. It's called Likely Stories, yeah. Okay. It's a de- debut self-titled. People list it as self-titled. Yeah. 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 Um, well, let's, we, we definitely have, we have time for, for one more. We have time for one more? Yeah. We should do Lose My Place. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is, this is from the album, the, uh, the EP that Helen Robinson and I did uh, called Misusing Telekinesis, and it's all on acoustic instruments. And misusing Telekinesis. Misusing Telekinesis. Um, we're both Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans. Okay. And, <laughs> So it's based on that. Oh, I like it. Yeah, we we our, the first song that we wrote together, I think, was a uh, it was a fanfic Buffy Tara song. So misusing telekinesis came yeah. out of that. We're, we're Buffy Willow fans Shindu. too. Yeah. That's true. So, so you know, and yeah. any, anyone else who doesn't know, I'll be happy to explain to you after the show. Yeah. But yeah, this this is not a uh, Willow Tara fanfic. This is just a, an album that we wrote about traveling. And so this, this was the first in the series that's just about the person setting out uh, to travel. And I asked, I asked Helen to write this on ukulele. So um, we're going to give this a try. I've never performed this on piano or at all, actually. <laughs> so we'll just see how this goes.
It's a little miniature there. Miss Nancy Rost. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed it. You can catch these podcasts all on madtoastlive.com. Special thanks to Nancy Rost this evening. Madtoastlive.com is produced and engineered by Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound. Assistant sound production by Mr. Nick McNeese. Special thanks to uh, WORT 89.9 FM here in Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you for coming tonight.